Welcome to the Hunt the West podcast, where it's all about getting outside, experiencing the outdoors, and having epic adventures. At Hunt the West, my number one goal is for you to get out and hunt. Okay, guys, so here's the deal. If you listen to episode 28 with Imagine Outdoors, Ross and Austin, you will have noticed that I discovered an over-the-counter turkey hunt in Utah, and that has been happening right under my nose. I thought you had to draw a tag, but you don't. And I didn't draw a tag, and so I was like, I guess I'm not going turkey hunting this year. And then with that episode with Ross and Austin, they told me that you can buy a tag over the counter in Utah, which I didn't even know, which is awesome. So anyway, I'm going to give you an update on my first turkey hunt. Uh, The season's not over yet, um, but I want to share with you the lessons learned in that first experience, and I want to give you just a little update. But first... I want to remind you about the giveaway that is going on right now. All you have to do is go listen to episode 29 about developing mental toughness. Follow the instructions there and you will be entered to win. I'll do a quick little recap of the terms right now. They're pretty simple. You have to do two things. Number one, you have to do something hard. This can be anything that is a stretch for you, something that you've never done before something that will take some mental toughness, take you out of your comfort zone. Even if it's small, like taking a cold shower or something, I give a bunch of ideas in that episode. So go listen to that. And then number two, just tell me what you did. That can be via email at skylar at huntthewest.us, or you can hit me up on Instagram, um, huntthewest.us on Instagram. So either way, just hit me a, shoot me a DM or hit me up on the email. And let me know what you did and you will be entered to win and that will go to the end of May 2020. All right, so let's talk about turkey hunting. So as you know, I'm a complete novice when it comes to turkey hunting. I have no idea what I'm doing. I have never been turkey hunting with anyone. I've never gone for myself. No idea what I'm doing. So what I did was, well, I reached out to people who knew what they were talking about and have done it before. And that person for me was a person at work that I work with, he is my go-to. I'm going to get him on the podcast. I will get him on the podcast because he always has an answer for everything. He's a very experienced hunter and he's into like reloading and building his own rifles. He's a really cool guy. We're going to try and get him on. He had a really cool bear hunt a couple of years, was it two years ago? Anyway, he's. We're, I'm going to try and get him on for that. Anyway, I reached out to him. He let me borrow all of his turkey hunting stuff. He has a couple decoys and some calls that I was using And I was like, what the heck? I'm just going to give this a shot. I'm going to take this stuff up into the mountains where I've seen turkeys before and try my hand at calling them. And what I've learned in general hunting is that you need to keep your expectations at an appropriate level. So if you're going to expect to kill a 400 inch bull on your first elk hunt, um, you might, that's cool. But are you going to be disappointed if you shoot a 350 bull on your first elk hunt, uh, you probably shouldn't be. So your expectation should be kind of adjusted so that you can measure your success to whatever that expectation is. So I've learned that before. And I learned that I have a lot more fun and I enjoy hunting a lot more if I keep that expectation in check. So for this turkey hunt, you know, being my first turkey hunt, I have no knowledge whatsoever about turkeys or hunting them. I had the expectation of, or, or the goal at least of seeing a turkey or hearing a turkey. And that was my goal going up. And then I also have secondary expectations and goals, like just having a good time and experiencing the outdoors and having an epic adventure, like always. So I have those expectations as I'm going out. And I went up on two different occasions 
in two different areas that I had seen turkeys before or turkey sign before. I went up one morning and I did a little bit of calling and trying to get something to gobble so I could at least find out where the turkeys were. And I didn't see any turkeys that first morning, but I saw tons of deer and I saw some new antler growth on some little bucks. And it was just, it was fun to be out in the springtime. I mean, you get out and stretch the legs and springtime, spring turkey is one of those times where you can get out for the first time and it's a lot of fun. So I achieved that goal that day. I did not see or hear a turkey in that morning. I tried two different, two different spots um, where I had seen turkeys before. Um, I didn't have a ton of time. It was basically just like one morning, but I made the most of it and I had a great time in the outdoors, even though I didn't see or hear a turkey. I was able to go up a second time in the evening after work one day and I went to an area where I knew that I would seen turkey hunters before, which <laughs> I mean, to some people, they'd be like, oh, I don't want to see other people when I'm hunting. And But for me, as a complete beginner, I'm like, well, if they're hunting in there, there must be something because they're 99% chance that they're more experienced than I am and they know where the turkeys are better than I do. I had seen some turkey hunters in this area when I actually was going fly fishing one day. And so I thought I would check that area out. And I went up after work and just a few hours after work to try my hand at trying to see or hear a turkey. And I hiked up and I, you know, at this point, I'm still kind of worried about my knees. If you have been following along the podcast at all, you know that I have had some struggles with my knees. Um, last season, I had to cut one of my hunts short. Anyway, I'm not going to go into that now, but if you want to hear more details on that, I believe it's episode eight where I, I explain that hunt. Yes, it's episode eight, bow hunting mule deer in open country. So I kind of explained what happened in that episode. So I didn't want to go in too far. Plus, I only had a few hours, so I didn't want to spend half my hunting time hiking. So I went up about 530 or so. Um, sun goes down at like 830 this time of year. So I had a few hours to get in and hunt and get out. So that's what I did. I went up to this area. I even saw another turkey hunter in the parking lot at the trailhead. For me, I take that as a good sign. I didn't get a chance to talk to him. Usually I try and talk to other hunters that I see, try and just get a feel for where they're going to go and how we can coordinate so we don't step on each other's toes. And as a side note, that's just like a good hunting etiquette. So if you see somebody, I would, I mean, if they're not like crazy far away or whatever, if you're looking at each other and you both know that you have seen each other, it's better to just go up and talk to the person. 99% of the time, they're just going to be, it's going to be a positive interaction. I've never had a negative interaction with another hunter in the woods. Maybe I'm one of the lucky ones, but I've never had a negative experience. So I didn't get a chance to talk to this guy, but here, here's my tip. When you see somebody go up to them and talk to them and don't say things like, Hey, this is my area. I was here first. Don't get confrontational. That's not how you win arguments or influence anybody. <laughs> I recommend just going up and saying, Hey, where are you planning on going? So I don't go to that same area and then give them the option. And sometimes they're just like, oh, I don't really know. I was going to kind of check out this area and that area. And then if they don't really have a plan, you can say, okay, well, I was going to go over here. If it's cool with you, I'm going to go this way. And just so you know, I'm going to be down here and hopefully we don't have to step on each other's toes. And that way it gives them the option of going first. I always just try and give them the option of going first and saying, where are you going? So I don't go there and then adapting my plans from there. But if they kind of give an answer like, oh, I don't know where I'm going to go, or I'm going to try all these different areas 
then you can ask them, well, which area we're going to try first. And then I won't go that way. I'll go a different way. So you can have this area, you know, and then give them an option, give them an out. Anyway, that's kind of a side note, but I didn't get a chance to talk to this guy in the parking lot. I, I saw which direction he was going. There's kind of only one direction you can go in this area. So I went up that way and then I was like, I'm just going to get off the trail as soon as I see an opportunity and I'm going to head up and try and find or, or hear a turkey. So anyway, I didn't see any other people. I saw some hikers, but anyway. So I went up. It was a beautiful evening. Hiking up in this area, I found this marshy area where I had seen tons of moose before. There's a ton of moose sign in this area, which is kind of interesting. And on the map, I saw these little openings, little meadows and stuff. And I was like, oh, that's a really good place to call. But then you get in there and it was like a swamp. So I didn't realize that, but um, a turkey is not going to be walking around in the marsh, but it was perfect moose habitat. So anyway, I had to kind of adapt on the fly and get around that marshy area and go up and around to a new little drainage on the other side. And I bushwhacked my way through there. I get on top of this little rise where I can see the other side of the drainage. And I sat down and I just kind of let things settle. It kind of felt like coyote hunting, honestly, or you're like setting up a call. But um, I've never done this before, so I could be doing it totally wrong. But I just sat there. I made a few little calls, and I just waited for like 10 minutes. And I was glassing the other side of the hill, trying to catch any sign of movement, any sign of a turkey. And sure enough, I saw a hen um, about 100 yards away on the other side of the hill. It was just walking along. For me, I was like, score. I don't care that it's not a tom. Um, My tag is good for any bearded turkey, so a Jake or a tom. Either one of those I was going to, I was going to put the hunt on if I saw one of those, but this was just a lone hen. I didn't see any other turkeys with it, but it was still a success for me. And I was really proud to have seen a turkey and it just kind of gives you a little bit of confidence knowing that you're in the right area. And even though I wasn't able to hunt that turkey. So anyway, I watched that turkey for a little bit. I saw where it walked and then I went over that to that area. I snuck up in there. And I set up some decoys and started calling where that hen had walked, hoping that, you know, maybe there's a tom following her or I don't really know how turkey be- turkey behavior goes. But I'm assuming if a hen had walked there, it must be a good spot to set up some hen decoys because um, it was visible from the other side. It was visible from above and below in that drainage. And so I figured, OK, I'm going to f- find a little spot to hide in here and set up my decoys and call. So that's what I did. I didn't have a ton of time at this point, but I sat up, I sat on that stand for about an hour. And toward the end of that stand, I actually heard a really distant gobble. I wasn't totally sure if that's what I was hearing, but because it was really far away, I heard it twice. And then I actually heard a shotgun go off um, where that gobble was heard. So I heard two shots and I was like, oh, well, maybe that was a Tom and somebody got it so good for them i was hoping that i was able to i would be able to see whoever that hunter was on the way out maybe in the parking lot again but i didn't see anybody else so i was hoping that i'd be able to get to contact that hunter and you know congratulate him for getting a tom but anyway i had an awesome time on that first hunt i'm gonna go up again sorry if that's not the story ending that you wanted to hear it's not a quote-unquote successful hunt but for me, it was successful, and that's just kind of how my brain works. I would rather have a good time in the woods, experiencing the outdoors, and not fill a tag than have a miserable time and not fulfill expectations and actually fill a tag. Anyway, that is my update on turkey season. I'm going to be going up again 
hopefully at least one more time that the hunt is going to until the end of May. So I'll keep you guys posted on that. And we are supposedly getting draw results for big game in Utah right now this week. I've gotten, I've seen some emails of friends and relatives who've drawn out or not drawn out. I actually haven't gotten my email yet. And, but I know that my credit card hasn't been hit. You know, they kind of hit your, they uh, charge your credit card before they email you. And so that's like your first indication that you drew a tag is that you get a charge on your credit card. And I have not seen a charge on my credit card yet. So I'm assuming that I didn't draw anything, which means I will be doing over-the-counter elk hunts this fall and or an over-the-counter doe hunt in Wyoming, depending on, you know, family situations and babysitters and whatever happens with this virus. I don't know. It's going to be crazy. I don't know what is going to happen, but we're going to make some hunts happen this fall because my freezer is empty. Well, I have about two steaks left. I'm saving them for something. I don't know. I've got to save them though, because I, I just can't bear to have zero deer steaks in my freezer. Anyway, so those are the updates. Um, if you care at all, I'm going to be building a studio, well, a makeshift poverty studio in my basement for podcasting. So hopefully that helps the sound a little bit better. I am going to be doing that this weekend. I will try and post some Instagram updates and stuff. If you're not following me on Instagram, please go do that at huntthewest.us or you can follow my personal account to skylar.harrison. That is not the hunting one, but I, I post stuff over there occasionally. I'm not super into social media, but I do check those DMs. So DM me after you do something hard, you'll be entered for that giveaway for a t-shirt that goes to the end of May. I hope that you guys are stretching your mental toughness, getting in shape for hunting season and doing awesome things in the outdoors. This time of year is kind of weird, especially if you're not going hunting in spring bear or spring turkey, Um, but get out and do some hikes, get out and exercise in the outdoors. It is a great feeling in Utah. Anyway, this has been like one of the most beautiful springs I've ever seen. Maybe I am just Maybe it's the same as any other spring, but I'm more keenly aware of the weather because we're quarantined and you're not supposed to go places and whatever. Anyway, it seems like some of those things are starting to lift. So I'm excited to experience the outdoors in a better way. And I hope you guys all do the same thing. Anyway, I feel like I'm rambling now. You guys go out there, do something hard. Let me know about it. Email me, hit me up on Instagram. I'll put links for that stuff in the in the description. But until then, get out there and hunt the West.